Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Andrew Washburn. And I'm Jen Swift. And this is the Craft and Culture Podcast. Craft and Culture is a podcast dedicated to helping worship and production members refine their technical and musical craft and develop a thriving creative culture in their church and community. Each of us has a part to play. You and I both build the kingdom with our craft and our culture. Hello, Hello, everybody. How's it going, Andrew? So in sync today. I like it. I know. What a good start. It is a good start. It's a good day. It's a beautiful day in the Napa Valley. I think this is going to be good. It's going to be a good podcast. Uh, I feel like we haven't done podcasting together in a little bit. It has been a little bit. So, Andrew, how's life? What's the scuttlebug? What's the haps? What's new? I have no idea about scuttlebugs, but uh, <laughs> life know. has been good. <laughs> I don't know what the kids say. Yeah, me neither. The if they're saying say? scuttlebug, I don't know if I want to know what the kids are saying. Yeah. Well, I'm still a little curious, but anyways, <laughs> you're doing good? Yeah, doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm, uh, I am looking forward to this podcast today. Because it's a little bit different of a conversation than one we have had uh, in the past. Yeah, I I like changing it up, so let's go. So today we're going to talk about on the podcast some creative ways to incorporate prayer and scripture into our services. Come on, I like it. And I think it's probably a, a good place for us to talk about like why this is important. Why is prayer and scripture important in our services? And I'm not, I'm not necessarily talking about the message portion. I think that's probably a more obvious thing or like a response time at the end of service or something for prayer and, you know, the message being scripture, but in our worship portions and throughout our whole service, why is it important to incorporate prayer and scripture? Yeah, I like it. It's what, a great question. What are your thoughts, though? Like, just initial off the top of your head. Hmm. You have not, like, I have thought about this, just so the <laughs> listeners know. I have thought about it a little bit, but it's, I think it's kind of nice to get people's initial reaction. Yeah, for those of you listening, uh, I actually recorded a different podcast episode earlier today, and Jen was like, hey, do you want to jump on this one with me? So we have not talked about this previously, but uh, off the top of my head, I would say, um, the importance of that is because it ties us to the one, the most important person. Like, yeah, that's good, bro. You know, it, it ties us to the the whole reason why we're here, whole reason why we do worship, the whole reason why we work so hard on Sundays um, is really to make Jesus known, and it ties us to Him. So, what better thing to do? You know, it's, it's so important. Yeah, totally. And this this is going to be a random aside from this actual podcast conversation. But part of the reason I like even was like, let me get your initial reaction. Cause a lot of times we, when we're asked something or we're thinking about these kind of heavy concepts of worship and scripture and you know, how to lead teams and all that good stuff. Usually our initial response is a good one and like yeah. is something that we need to bring to the table and not always rush towards complex you know, because our, our mm-hmm. initial answers are usually pretty yeah. simple. But it's also important in these conversations to do both, like the simple kind of instinctive answer and then also some deeper, you know, more complex or different schools of thought. So, uh, yeah, you're totally right. 
I think like <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's why it's important because these two things really do connect us with the one that we need to be connected with. Mm-hmm. I've been reading a book. Let's see, I have it in front of me. It's called Old Paths, New Power. It's by Daniel Henderson. And there's a couple portions of this book that talk about how it's really prayer and scripture and the rhythms of prayer and scripture that lead us to revival hmm. or like maybe a better way that the word revival has a, has a lot of different definitions for people, I think, but maybe a better way to say it is rhythms of prayer and scripture and, and consistency in those two things lead to transformation. Yeah. And ultimately That's when good. we're doing our services, like we are expecting that there's going to be transformation. I read a quote mm-hmm. recently. I don't have it in front of me, so I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> so please be graceful, listeners, and you, Andrew. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. I don't even know if I know it. <laughs> but it's by uh, Jim Simbala said something to the effect of, um, "It's not. we shouldn't be afraid of people leaving our churches. What we should be afraid of is people staying and not being changed. Yeah. 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 That's and great. And so anything else that isn't, you know, like prayer, scripture, worship is probably, you know, a lot of self. Mm-hmm. And we want people to really get to encounter the person of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Um, there's a ton of awesome quotes about the importance of prayer and scripture. I thought maybe I'd just read a couple. Charles Spurgeon says, nobody ever outgrows scripture. The book widens and deepens with our years. And I would add to what Mm. Spurgeon says, it's not only the book that widens and deepens, but we do. Yeah. Like, which shapes us. Mm -hmm. Um, I love this quote about prayer. It says, prayer... Prayer lays hold of God's plan and becomes the link between his will and its accomplishment on earth. Amazing things happen, and we are given the privilege of being the channels of the Holy Spirit's prayer. And that's uh, that's by Elizabeth Elliot. Hmm. And, there, you know, I have, like, pages and pages of the importance of prayer in Scripture. But just to give us, like, a taste of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Knowing that it's important, prayer and scripture is important, I think that it's also important for us to find creative ways to incorporate prayer and scripture into our services. So, like, gut reaction, instinct response, Andrew, like, <laughs> why why is it important for the creativity of those things or to, like, have creative ways in our services? Yeah. I think my, like you said, gut reaction is because it's important to do it creatively, I think, because we're all wired differently. And if we did it the same way, we'd only be reaching a certain percentage. Yeah, that's good. So some people like lights, some people like things just sounding beautiful, whatever. Um, and we can reach a, we can cast a broader net, you know. Yeah. I think that's good. I actually wasn't thinking about that, so... That's a good perspective. That's why we do these together. hey <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about how the creativity, you know, like if you get in a routine and kind of a rut of something, so if you do things the same all the time, you can it can kind of lose its power. 
Mm. Or like it can yeah. become like just where you start going through the motions mm-hmm. and it's not transformational, I guess. It's more like a transactional sort of experience. Yeah, and it's not really alive in you anymore. It's just you're just kind of coasting and not even thinking about it. You're like yeah. zombie mode through it. Yeah. So I think consistency and rhythms and doing some things the same is good, but I also think breaking the pattern is good because it helps keep things fresh. Yeah, definitely. But I also think like I see this with I saw I see this in the gospels all the time when Jesus is talking to people. He really wanted people to experience things for themselves. And like where I get that is that he asked people a lot of questions. So he didn't just give them the answer. He was yeah. like, "Hey, what do you think?" Hey, what do you want? You know? And so I think when I'm planning a service, I'm thinking, how, how can I plan the service in a way that this isn't a consumer transaction experience where I'm just giving them a product Mm -hmm. or I'm giving them the answer or I'm doing it for them? Yeah. How can I help them engage with scripture? How can I help them engage with prayer? So having creative and different ways to do that, I think also helps people experience for themselves yeah yeah definitely that's great all right so let's get into some like different options okay some different creative ways for prayer and scripture do you have anything that comes to mind creative ways to incorporate prayer let's start with that one prayer okay um i always love when we do very uh corporate prayer in the sense of in the past we don't do it all the time but every once in a while um, you know, throughout the years, we've done this thing where maybe a big event happens and people, we know people in our church are connected to it, or maybe Pastor Eric had, you know, he felt like the Lord was speaking to him about healing. And so like, Hey, if you need healing in the room, you know, would you raise your hand or would you stand up or whatever? And we, as a church, like gather around those people, lay our hands on them, like do what it says in scripture and anoint them or or whatever it might be in that moment. And we pray together. I always really love those. I I feel like that brings a lot of unity. Yeah. Because you're now you're not alone. You might have come in feeling alone, but you you realize in that moment you're not. Yeah. So that one was that was actually at the top of my list Mm. because we we have done you know and maybe I'm gonna just say it because maybe some listeners don't do this other church or it's an it's creative to them, but we'll have somebody on stage pray for something Mm -hmm. like let's pray for healing. Let's pray for our city to know Jesus. Yeah. And the assumption is that the congregation is praying, but I don't know. I mean, it's probably easy for people to check out in that moment. Yeah. Especially if you don't know, if you've never been in it before, maybe we'll put something on screen. So this is an option, like here's prayer points. So Mm -hmm. if we're going to pray for our city to know Jesus, like Let's pray that they're sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Let's pray that God puts people in their path. Let's yeah. pray, you know, like things yeah. like that. But this year we started uh, doing something, like you just said, a little bit different where where we would be like, hey, does anybody, is anyone in here need clarity in their life? Can you raise your hand? Mm-hmm. And hey, look around to see the people raising their hand now. If you didn't raise your hand, would would you move from where you are and go pray for this person? Yeah. So getting people to move out of their seat. That could be a big deal sometimes. <laughs> and saying you're the one that's going to go pray for them, yeah. like is yeah. helping them experience it for themselves and not just getting a product. Yeah. At least it's sure. helping maybe more than the other way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I've really liked that. We've done that a few times. I've liked that. Yeah, and for you guys listening, the context, we've done it different ways over the years. In the past, we've done more of a specific moment where we kind of planned that out, and we went from whatever was the last element of our service offering or or whatever, and we kind of transitioned into this time of like, okay, while we pray over the offering, we want to pray over this today or whatever, and it's more focus time. But lately, we've been having these moments where we just feel like the Spirit's moving, and Pastor Eric or one of our pastors might get up and have something on their heart, whether they had already spoken in the service or maybe they haven't even spoken yet, and it's just they feel like something's on their heart and they want to go with it, which we have been praying about. Yeah, totally. You know, and so just for context, you know, for you listeners, there are different ways to even just do the one thing that we're talking about right now, um, all about how you order things and stuff like that. Yeah, so like some some of it's planned, some of it's spontaneous. Yeah. Yeah, like you're saying. Um, We also just recently started doing, I also read this in that book that I mentioned, Old Paths, New Power. Um prayer prompts yeah so what i mean by that is we'll have a phrase on screen and it will be like father fill me with your blank and the blank is like gives them an opportunity to say something on their own that's personal Mm -hmm. to their life so father fill me with power father fill me with your peace father fill me with yeah grace, you know, mm-hmm. what, whatever, whatever it needs to be. And so we'll try to guide people, but so we're, we're giving them something, but they, they still have to step into it on their own. Yeah. I mean, I, I do think I like those things because, and you know, we all, we'll all, we'll want to change it up eventually, but in this season for us, this feels like a really cool thing. And I feel like it follows the vision and the goal and the calling of what we're supposed to do on a Sunday. We are there to you know, like we've said on the podcast, lay the table out for people to receive what God has for them. And so why not even put a sentence together where we can help them in everything but the one word that they want to focus on, you know? So we kind of like lay the table out. We give them the point, the prompt to pray, but they just feel the one part in. Like we help them through it. I just feel like that's really cool. Yeah, it's something different. Yeah, and we're not just leaving them on their own and expecting that everybody knows what to say because some people are coming in and they have zero experience. So being able to yeah, love on true. all that's people true. of all walks, you know, some people would never pray that unless they have maybe the safety net of, Oh, they walked me up to this and I can ask him for his peace or whatever, you know, but they've gotten me all the way through that sentence, except for the one word. Like, yeah, I just feel like some, we're, we're loving people. Well, some people don't know how to pray. Like yeah, you said, they've never done some it. Some people are coming in and, and so for like, Hey, just pray right now. They might not know how to do it. Yeah, so, they'll sit there and stare at us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's praying scripture. Mm-hmm. So some churches do where they pray the Lord's Prayer, you know. Yeah. That's something to do. Like the, And then praying something out loud together. Like mm-hmm. everybody praying the Lord's Prayer. Or yeah. everybody praying, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine upon you, you know, or writing your own prayer and everybody reading it out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something different. There's altar prayer um, where people can come to someone who is prepared to pray, just pray for people. Yeah. Yeah. More like you have a team for, for our church, you know, like we have uh, pastoral staff, we have board members, some other leaders that have, 
you know, been involved in that. So we have like that designated team. Yeah. Which also, you know, like we've talked recently about having a team of people that they're not waiting for someone to come to them. They're just going to people and saying, can we pray Mm -hmm. for you? But then, but then there's also the versions of people like, Hey, come, come to the altar worker, which is again, encouraging that like active Mm -hmm. I'm involved, Mm -hmm. I'm pursuing. Yeah. Um, there's altar prayer that's like, hey, come to the front and just kneel at the altar. Just have your own moment with mm-hmm. the Lord. Um, we've done like, hey, let's just take a moment to rest in God's presence. So like silence, yeah. you know, things like those. that that are uncomfortable in a different way, but are also be still and know that I'm God. So it's still this communion thing with the yeah, Lord. Definitely. I think if I remember right, we did... Uh, a certain season that was like a series that we were in or something where we would take a a spot every worship every Sunday and like every worship time where we would just put the word Selah on the screen yeah and uh, you know at the beginning of the series we kind of explained what it was but then we would just do that yeah just sit and rest I that I thought that was cool yeah there's um like what's called breath prayers or things that are a little more mm-hmm. contemplative that you can give people like yeah. you know breathe in like lord have mercy on me and breathe out i'm a sinner or breathe in abba breathe out have your way yeah. you know things like that that are mm-hmm. just breathe in breathe out and you you're giving people a phrase and an experience i've had people lift your palms up to the lord yeah and mm-hmm. just imagine there's something there's the thing in your hand that you need to give to him today and then when you're ready yeah. to give it to him, say, I'm giving this to you, Lord, and then flip your palms over. Yeah. You know, the, so these are different experiences um, for people. Some some congregations are like, hey, grab hands with the person next to you, mm-hmm. like all across the aisle, or come to the front. Um, yeah. We have sometimes have even sometimes planned and sometimes spontaneous. There will be a leader on stage, and they call forward just a congregant member to come pray over something. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That brings a different experience, a different voice, you know? Um, we, I think it's, I think it's important to, and I, I'm still kind of working through this as a leader, but I think it's good to invite people to an outward posture that reflects an inward one. So what yeah. I mean by that yeah. is like, Hey, let's ask the Lord for rest. So let's sit and lean back. Or let's let's ask the Lord to make us humble and reverent. So let's kneel before him. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, kind of trying to engage in a different way so people get a different experience. Yeah, and you know, as you're saying those things, I I kind of flash back to man long time ago. <laughs> and I remember at one point I was in a service and they called us up and I think it was like a, it was probably more like a youth camp type of thing, but, um, it was, it was a big, like we're being called to go and change our city or, you know, or when we go back home from whatever this event was, you know, we're, we're going to go impact where we're going. And they actually called us up and had us all turn around and like, and we've done this actually here a couple of times where we pray, just in the direction of our city yeah, turn as like face. a, just a signal of like, we're going back here 
we want to impact this or Lord help us, you know, we specifically pray for this area and everything. There's so many variations of things yeah. you can do. I've done this recently a couple of times, um, kind of around the, like, I feel like the Lord has wanted to raise some things to life. And mm-hmm. it just seems like people are weary sometimes in their heart and he wants to bring new life. So I'm like, Hey, why don't you put your hand over your heart? Yeah. And let's yeah. pray. Mm-hmm. Lord come like, make me come alive. Um, you know, hand over the heart is kind of a common one. Mm-hmm. What we haven't talked about, and I just thought of, is also writing, writing prayers. Yeah. So we've done yeah. like on, I don't remember the full context, but it was like write on this stone someone who yeah. you want to see come to salvation. Yep. Or, I still I still have one next to my desk. It's been somebody years. that we did it years ago, it. and I still have that rock next to my desk with that person's name on it. We've printed cards and put them on chairs of a prayer mm-hmm. for people to read. We've Oh, I got a good had, one when you're done with this. Had boards up and go write a prayer of thanks to the Lord or go write a prayer mm-hmm. um yep. you know over the city or over the church or something like that. Good. Yeah, I just thought of one. I got excited about it because I thought it was really cool. Do you remember? Uh, must have been four years ago or something. Uh, Pastor Jordan like wrote kind of like a letter from God, and we yeah. put it on every chair. Yeah. And I remember, it, and it was like I forget exactly the the topic. It was like and, an invitation, come yeah. experience. It was like come with me or yeah. something like that. But the way he wrote it was so beautiful. It's very poetic. And very poetic. And I remember that was a whole other way of getting people, it, you know, the goal is for people to encounter Jesus. So you're encountering this love and like, hey, I want you to come with me. I love you so much. And I remember that was really powerful too. There's so many ways of like connecting to that Yeah, that was connecting deeply, to that thing. deeply impactful. Yeah, I very agree. cool. I've seen people, this doesn't super work in our context unless it's one person on stage, but like light a candle, say a prayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, things like yeah. that. So there's a ton of different things to do. And, you know, I think the prompting of the Holy Spirit is super wonderful, but it's also helpful yes. to just think through different experiences and what will work in your congregation. And then I would say like trying different things because mm-hmm. some of it, sometimes it feels like a risk, like the raise your hand and gather around that that we started doing this year that felt like a huge risk to me cuz yeah. I was the one that did it but it it was all it was very helpful very beneficial to our congregation yeah and i really think that blessed a lot of people and you have to be willing one obviously we want to be led by the lord but you have to be willing to try things and you also need to be willing to try to gain the perspective of everybody coming in like you know, like we said earlier, so you're you're trying to love on every person on every walk that they're coming in. So you you can't necessarily hit everybody every time, but you know, don't just do the same thing all the time. You yeah. want to be able to reach everybody. So what about scripture? What are some creative ways to incorporate scripture in a service? I think I really I really love when there's like a voiceover mm-hmm. where you have somebody with a really cool voice. We got a few people here with some cool voices. And uh, just in the middle of worship or maybe, you know, you start worship with that. You kind of, you know, you want to find the right spot, but just a a cool, some you know, some people have really powerful and just 
honestly just anointed voices and they could read something and it just captures you. And then on top of that, it's anointed scripture, you know, God's word. And so it can be a really beautiful moment and not even take a whole lot of work, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, I think we, yeah, we have done that a few times where Mm -hmm. we record people, multiple voices, one voice. So you get this different audio experience. We've done that where even we've read a scripture like, you know, as the deer pants for water and then we put stream sounds, Mm -hmm. you know, so we kind of making it come to life a little bit more with, in terms of audio, like different audio experience. Yeah. We've done, you know, different visual experiences. We've had people do art based off of a scripture. We've done tons of stuff with video mm-hmm. based off of scripture. Um, I think we've also just had a moment where in the middle of a song, the song comes down and it's just soft and beautiful and intimate. And the lights kind of just come down. And on our screen, a verse just comes up and we just sit in that. Yeah. Give people time to read it and everything. We've done that too. Yeah, we'll we'll open us, you know, we'll put a scripture on the screen before a song, mm-hmm. like and then like you said after a song, um, where the band's playing or whatever. Yeah, um, we'll have a congregant member come up and read the scripture live. We'll have we've had multiple people. We've had three people on stage, and they're taking turns with who's reading what. Yeah, um, I think my favorite one that we've done, and it's it's probably up there for you too is we've done this song, Ready or Not, by Hillsong. And there's a portion of that song that every line we had a scripture reference under mm. that, yeah. like, matched that the That was lyric. really cool. And we, I think that's the most compliments we've gotten on a scripture, creative scripture element. Yeah, that was really powerful. And I think we also, if I remember, I did something with the font so like it just looked different we had scripture like underneath the fr- the one phrase like every line like you're saying it was just beautiful it was really beautiful yeah, yeah. there's things like so we've talked about even some of the audio things you can do adding some you know different voices reading or some of the sound effects but like the visual things the visual cues putting the reference under but but even like you know, he's light in the darkness. So the room's dark and then mm-hmm. you, you have one light and then all of a sudden the light grows, you know, like an experience yeah. around mm-hmm. scripture, being able to create that for people. It's kind of an interesting, just interesting, different bunch of pictures that have to do with the scripture reference. But I think that right here, mm-hmm. not one's been my favorite. There's also writing, you know, having people write the scripture somewhere yeah or circle it or we have a lot of choices which is nice in what we do um and now we just have to kind of go out and be creative with them you know and keep coming up with more you know yeah yeah we've we've done um we haven't done this a ton on an actual sunday service but in services we'll do like creative stations Mm-hmm. that correspond with a scripture. So like, this yeah. is what the scripture says. Now write your sins in the sand and then erase them. Or, you know, like, yeah. again, kind of ex- experience, more experiential things to just unlock people. And all of these things that we've mentioned, all the ones that we've done, some of them we haven't done, I've gotten really good feedback on in mm-hmm. terms of people saying like, that was so powerful. So 
some of these that we've mentioned, they take a lot of effort, yeah. right? Like recording someone's yeah. voice and editing it together, it takes a lot of effort. But because we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, the importance of prayer and scripture and it connecting us to the Lord and all these things, the effort is, is worth it. Yeah, definitely. And helping keep like keeping it coming alive, you know, making it come alive over and over again is part of our challenge because mm-hmm. prayer and scripture, we're always doing it, but like yeah. keeping it fresh, just know that when you put the effort in, it's going to make a difference. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I have two thoughts real fast. I I think, one, these are really great ways to give other people uh, opportunities to get involved in new ways as well. So, you know, we're talking about recording different people's voices and different things. We did that a while back, and we had like four or five different people record, just read record themselves uh, saying a verse. But now they have way more ownership all of a sudden, so we play that on Sunday and it's a totally different experience for them, you know, stuff like that. And I, I love finding opportunities to get people just in and ingrained more and own like own it a little bit more. Yeah. And then also, you know, when God's word can come to life in a new way, no matter how you get there, it's so powerful. Yeah. I was just talking with a couple of people yesterday at our young adults uh, service at Emerge, and we were talking about uh, we were having like we had discussion tables. Um, during the service. And so during that discussion time, some of us were chatting and uh, we were just talking about some things that like I was, I had mentioned a couple of things that I read and the commentary like just blew my brain with so much more context and everything. And it came to life and it like rocked my world Mm -hmm. and so powerful. So if we can do these little things and all of a sudden God's word comes to life in a new way for people, we're winning for sure. Yeah. Cause it like that Spurgeon quote, the scripture it widens us. It deepens us. Yeah. I think I want to leave us off with a couple of the quotes I didn't read. So Go for it. This one is by, you know, my favorite president, no big deal, Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> he says, I believe okay. the Bible is the best gift God has ever given to man. All the good from the Savior of the world is communicated to us through this book. And then Jim Simbala says this about prayer. 30 minutes of spirit-aided intercessory prayer is more effective than all the new programs and stylistic changes we are constantly tinkering with. Human ingenuity can't be compared to God's power. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. All the good's been given us like through the Bible and his power through prayer. So these are super important in our services. Keep mining for them. Keep thinking creatively about them. And... I think you're going to see fruit like we've seen fruit as we've pursued these two things in our services. Yeah. And I would say, don't be discouraged. Try things. Sometimes they won't work the best. Move on to another idea, but don't be discouraged because either way you're getting the gospel out, you're doing your job and whether you see it on their face or not, people are, they can't help but be impacted by God's word and his spirit. So you're still, you're still doing good things, whether you get the response that you were hoping for or not. Yes. That's good. That's another podcast. Whole other <laughs> we'll podcast save it for episode. Later. Well, thanks for joining in today, everyone. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Craft and Culture Podcast. Catch you next time. Bye.